Yo, it's Tuesday. It's a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday in Nashville and Syracuse, uh, most of the East Coast. Today, we're talking about what it happens when you sell vehicles over sticker, CarPlay ordering pizza and Starbucks drink consequences. Starbucks drinks have consequences, Kyle. I feel like we're going to get in trouble this oh, week. Oh, my god! I feel like we well, need, you know, we need the PR team to come out no. and the whole nine yards. <laughs> that is the name of the show. <laughs> It is the name of the show, so <laughs> I guess if there we weren't go. getting in trouble, we're not there even doing it right. Uh, make it, we're going to be making a little trouble at noon Eastern today. Yeah. We're going to be uh, live streaming the uh, the Sodu Live Tonight event that we did last week. We're going to be yeah, playing it again uh, lunchtime. Where are we playing it? Is it LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or is it just LinkedIn? Facebook, air, air where you get air your where? streams. Yeah. Air where you get streams, Paul. So, so noon <laughs> Eastern. Uh, and you can adjust accordingly. We're going to replay it. We're going to be in the comments and have a little fun. Um, it's just such a fun show. If anything, just tune in for like the first 10 minutes. Because the just first get, 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, just give it 10 minutes and see what you think. Yeah, and then right. you might hang out for a hot minute. You know? <laughs> see, if you, see what you think. See what you say. Um, we have a, a network style TV show that we're editing right now. We shot it last week. We're going to be premiering it in Tampa in just like three weeks oh, from today. Is it three weeks from so today? Good. It is. It's a Something Tuesday like night, that. right? Three weeks from yeah, today. It's Tuesday night. Holy cow. I know, I know. We have some work to do. We have some work to do. <laughs> Especially since the show isn't even titled we'll yet. Right. It's not titled yet. We'll be we okay. We got this. You we can go to a so2x.com uh, and get tickets. It's really affordable tickets. We're having a happy hour and kind of the party. If you were in Digital Dealer, we did the family reunion. We're going to kind of like do that, but at the Tampa Theater, we're going to get dressed up. We're going to ask you to get dressed up and like show everybody. When you show up, everybody go, hmm, clean up kind of <laughs> nice. Clean, Clean up, up nice. There you go. <laughs> so we're going to do there that at Um And then, okay, it's time to get in trouble. It's time to get, let's in, get trouble. in trouble. All right, all right, Here all right. It comes. It's, hey, let's just, just gird, gird yourself, everyone. A recent GFK I'm not even going to read the comments, Paul. Re I'm not even reading the comments. <laughs> reveals. <laughs> I'll start over. A recent GFK survey reveals that 34% of customers paid more than sticker price. You already know we're going in the direction now. Paid more than sticker price for a new vehicle. In December of 2022, a trend that might hurt repeat business for car dealers and automakers, about 27% of the people who paid above sticker said they would never buy that brand again. That's not, not from, from that, that dealership. Dealer. It's that, that brand. Brand. 31% of people who paid over sticker would advise others to avoid that specific dealership and 20 Nine percent plan to never use that dealership for service. Uh, Julie Keenar, GFK, Senior Vice President of Consulting, told Automotive News um, on March 15th that paying sticker doesn't... Um, okay, paying sticker doesn't... She used the word engender. It doesn't... I don't even know what other word to use there. I don't even know. It, does, it doesn't solicit the same backlash as paying above sticker. So if you pay sticker price, the second you pay a dollar over sticker price... She says there's a much bigger lift in negative feelings the second you pay a dollar over sticker. Um, and wow. dealers are really mixed on this. We know this. We have dealers oh, yeah, that are great operators on both sides of this argument. So uh, there are a few, few people quoted in this automotive news article. Rod, Rob Schaub, fixed stops director of Murphy Ford in Chester, Pennsylvania, thinks it's possible that dealers who charge above sticker might be undercutting their service department. Data seems to show that. Uh, Keith Powell, owner of Yes Chevrolet and Yes Ford near Charleston, West Virginia, uh, calls charging over sticker. He says it's a bad look. 
and says it's not good for CSI, it's not good for customer retention. He says, particularly in a small town, which makes mm -hmm. a whole lot of sense, right? Everybody, everybody knows everybody. and everybody remembers. Yep. Uh, however, one dealer, Doug Wells, GM of Mercedes-Benz of Edison, doesn't charge above sticker, but says he doubts it will, it will really detract from their service department. That kind of makes sense coming from a Highline dealer, right? Right. You know, yeah, because you only got one. Everybody services there. That's that's right. the thing. And, and you so know, it, this is kind of the clincher, though. Of all the demographics in the study, millennials and people that have a household income of over one hundred fifty thousand have paid over sticker most often. So, which I, makes a lot of sense. I mean, if if you want the vehicle and you have you the resources, absolutely supply, demand, resources. That's I mean, so that's. Like it doesn't blow my mind there, and especially all the new money in the millennial um, kind of generation. But uh, it, here, here's the thing: people here basically percentages right around and hovering around the thirty percent of people that would not do business again. This is what's dangerous for me. Like that's a fairly small number out of a hundred percent. You're like, but I got seventy percent left of which that I can convince to 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 buy in. When our numbers as an industry are already so low from a retention perspective, uh, looking at new cars under 30, uh, you know, uh, around, under and around 30 percent and used cars at under 10 percent to dealership retention for the next purchase, cutting out 30 percent on the top of that mm. is a dangerous proposition for anyone that's looking to drive customer lifecycle, reduce cost of acquisition. Uh, and, I, you know, we still have yet to see the fallout of this. I mean, with so many people across the board kind of like balancing this, we'll, it, we're still probably two, three years from really understanding what it's done to the retention numbers, both on brand and and per dealership. Mm -hmm. And not just that, but we have a whole new slew of vehicles that's coming out. So we may see these retention numbers balanced by new opportunities that's to purchase true. in the evening. That's a really good insight um, right there. So it's still it's still yet to be determined. I think the the anecdotal note is that consistently we've heard from customers and we've seen online and we've seen the reviews that this has a, this has a definite significant impact to the the quality of customer life cycle so um we're kind of coming out of this at this point there's not many dealers that are charging over sticker we're actually seeing like deep discounts similar back to 2018 2019 so it's a little bit of a moot point on on the on the intention it of dealers on the it point. depends on the brand but though i mean on the brand because in february one data point from the article said in february the average vehicle sold for 102.8 percent of sticker so it's <laughs> which is still, wild it's still it's still yeah. there but obviously it goes brand by brand Right. And then yep. then you see uh, like many brands like Toyota really doing the dig into their data. And it was like late last year, they were like, hey, dealers that charge over sticker doubled their profits and dealers that charged sticker or below tripled their profits. So <laughs> Toyota just came out swinging with that. Either way, like you said, screaming in with that. We'll yeah. see what had, time will tell. But it was interesting insight you had with the, the new vehicle product coming to market and the EV transition. Yep. Like there is definitely going to be this. This may be new reason for people to check out a brand that yeah. they just, because they have the car. Again, you have the product. You have a great product. Guess what? You don't have to worry about it. That's kind of how there it you goes. Go. Speaking there of not having to worry about it. Oops, wrong button. Stop. Wrong Segway. button. Time. Too early. All right, there, there's so many fun parts about this, but Domino's Pizza continues to revolutionize the pizza ordering experience with the debut of its first-of-a-kind CarPlay app. The app allows users to order their favorite pizza 
with a few taps on their vehicle's infotainment system. So now you don't need the phone. You can do it right from the CarPlay app. Uh, the app is highlighted in a new 30-second spot by the agency Work in Progress. We link it up in the show notes so you can check it out. Um, Domino's, this is cool. They've branded their commitment to letting pe people order pizza wherever they are. They call it anywhere, N-E-W-A-R-E, -E, like, you know. Very clever. That's cheeky. Um, <laughs> very cheeky, <laughs> right? Um, so basically, you know, people can order on Alexa, Google Home, smart TVs, Apple and Android operating systems. You can order on Slack, Twitter. You can text them a pizza emoji, right? It's like so much fun. But now the CarPlay app. Um, and so uh, incent to incentivize people to use this app, they're offering special pricing for people who download the app and like plug in the CarPlay and order from the CarPlay thing, which is pretty cool in the commercial. It shows how it is. The irony, Kyle, the straight irony, and you know where this is going. Domino's just bought a bunch of Chevy Bolts. Pizzas, <laughs> That's what I was, I was to, about to go to there. deliver so their good. pizzas. And then GM just announced last week that they're getting rid of CarPlay. <laughs> it's like, I and tell now, you, that decision's coming back. We're going to say it again when it comes back. Oh. It's way coming back. They're going to be like, skirt, Domino's just messed it all up. Yeah. 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 No, they didn't mess it up. Me. The R&D department, listen, you should just run some ideas through this community. We'll give you the, we get save you, save you the, or maybe you just want to keep your PR team busy. I don't know. But, but I love, I guess so. I think this is just Man. indicative though, of more things being built into the ecosystem of what you do in your vehicle. And whether that's through CarPlay yes. or through other apps and integrations, um, like the car is going to be like we talked about what like zoom cameras and selfie cameras and you know all yes. this stuff the car the technology is just going to become more immersive it's the next evolution of what we saw with the phone in the early 2000s right it went from phone to everyday device that operates everything that you touch and the car is going to go that way connected services app-based services the ability to do things on the road on the drive and with remote work becoming you know, a thing that's more and more acceptable. Mm -hmm. We're going to see more and more things connecting you to people and products within cars. And, and this is, I mean, pizzas <laughs> and people, products, products and pizzas. pizza, baby. What else are we doing? <laughs> what else? Are we doing? Oh, man. Speaking Maybe it'll connect you to other things like. Stop. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it'll connect you to things oh. like something that Starbucks has been doing. We got a little <laughs> recap on a story we ran a couple weeks ago. Uh, Starbucks recently launched its fancy new oil-infused olive oil-infused coffee, Oleato, Oleato, which is just a whole mouthful. Oleato. Urging, Oleato, urging customers toward a unique experience and health benefits. However, some customers are feeling a slightly different urge different. after trying the beverages. Uh, still, Howard Schultz, CEO, uh, former CEO, added in an interview. It's one of the biggest launches we've had in decades. Um, and uh, it said that it will transform the coffee industry and be a very new profitable addition to the company. Uh, one barista posted on Starbucks Reddit's page, and, and here's the kicker, that half the team tried it, speaking of a local Starbucks, yesterday, and a few ended up needing to use the restroom if pretty, you know what i mean pretty quickly pretty quickly <laughs> so basically what they're citing is that the combination of caffeine which is a stimulant and olive oil which is a relaxant might be responsible for this restroom inducing effect a high fat content in the drinks could also be contributing to the problem as it can cause cramping and increased colon Ooh. mobility 
Paul, you ever thought you would say cramping and colon mobility on a podcast about Starbucks? <laughs> no, <laughs> cramping and mobility. Oh, uh, I don't. Well, you know, Howard Schultz is just really kind of a genius business person, and his whole right. his whole path that he's taken to bring Starbucks, like the fact that we have lattes and espresso widely available in the U.S., is because he had this idea, like, hey, we should do this thing over here. And so the olive oil thing, you know, he's gotten on this health kick. He, you know, made friends with olive oil producers in this Mediterranean diet. And he was like, this is going to be my parting shot. Just no pun intended, actually. <laughs> it's going to be his parting hey, maybe shot. It, maybe it was more of a weight loss routine and less of help. Oh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come all the, on. All the high now. school wrestlers are, uh, are going with the coffee. They're with like, the got to drop three by this afternoon. Got to weigh Starbucks. in. By weight. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, just like anything, I mean, like there are plenty of dietary things out there where people just don't eat because they, you know, they encourage behaviors that are unwarranted. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens here. But I mean, it's always, I mean, this isn't always the case when you try new things. I mean, maybe not hey, like early this wrong, result. Baby. Early, early sometimes looks wrong. I feel wrong. We'll see. It smells wrong. <laughs> this one feels wrong. Hey, that's a fun little recap. We had we had to we had to run it. Oh, so. absolutely, absolutely. So, look, it's only Tuesday. We have a lot of work to do this week. Hopefully, we got you smiling a little bit. Join us at noon Eastern today on LinkedIn, YouTube, wherever the Asodu channels. Just search Asodu. We'll hang out a little bit. Have some fun.